to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. slang sounds so foreign and so stupid yeah and that's probably more on me than the new slang that's that's a tough thing to to feel older mm. and say and and know that there's like i can't i can't say no cap right i can't say no. straight bussing i can't say finger i can't say finger fucking good i, say, I can't say quibby I don't think anybody I says say, quibby I can't anymore. Say, I can't say that shit's quibby. I don't think anybody hmm. says that. I can't say shalalamalay. <laughs> what does that mean? Blast facts, kudos all around. Yeah, I can't say that. I can't definitely can't say that. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. say, ah, oh, damn, that pussy smells like Zendaya. <laughs> no, you can't. That's... I, I, yeah, I don't think there's a context where that's okay. That is not something one should say. I can't say sloppy <laughs> greasies. <laughs> that's appropriate. That's fine. Who would ever object? I can't say chochobani. I can't say oiknos. You're just talking about yogurts? yogurt now. I can't say. You say yo play? <laughs> I can't say yo play. Dannon? Uh-huh. I can't say yo play all day. Every day. Mm. Yo, play all day, every day. <laughs> I'm too old for all that. Well, you are pretty say, old. I can't mm-hmm. say Big Tarvi. What? That shit's straight Big Tarvi. Probably causes problems. That shit's that shit's straight Sky Rizzy. Those yeah, are two yeah. medications that I see commercials for on regular yes. TV. Oh, uh, what's it called? I think they're psoriasis medicines. Mm. I think Big is like a AIDS medicine. Oh, like is it one of those like preventative the prep pills? I don't even I don't fuck with it because I'm a bug hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison along with <laughs> uh I've got a grandma I've got a grandma Bictarvi and a grandma Sky Rizzi. <laughs> What's your name? Mike W. Mike, w. We, do we not even reference the the absence of the elephant that's not in the room? Who refuses to be in the room? He's on he's on assignment in Baltimore. He told me he texted me earlier. Actually, let me know that that mustache growing in Baltimore was some sort of sport. Well, we have that what? here. I've hosted the yeah. world world's biggest mustache competition, probably at the Mohawk. The mustache, yeah. Posted and won. I've never won. I've never even got close to winning. I don't. (laughs) He has a very spare, unfilled mustache. Mustache. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. Uh, It isn't good. I actually, I can't. After about day seven, just every point in my hair is cutting in my face at the same time. And I have to shave or I'm going to lose my mind. I still grow mine out sometimes, though, but I don't. It's not very good. Yeah, it's real calico-y. I got a lot of gray and right. blonde and more calico-y than 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 Magnum PI is what I'm hearing. You you always look like a mm. hobbyist exterminator. Oh, hmm. That doesn't <laughs> make me feel bad though. Yeah, I mean, it's just, but it's uh, like that's always the vibe I get. Like, oh, he'll if you have a possum, call him. He'll trap uh-huh. it, but he won't charge you. Ooh, he just yeah. likes to do it, and I won't. Uh, I won't take the cigarette out of my mouth when I'm doing it <laughs> at all. I would you? I'll smoke I the entire you. time. Yep. Man, I've had a couple hankerings to smoke lately. Wow. You have? I, listen, you know. I've been fucking sucking these down, these views. Oh. These, mm. And I need to quit. I really do. Uh. And it's making me, yeah, it's not, it's not good for me. But mm-hmm. I tell you what, that first one in the morning mm-hmm. with a cup hey. of coffee. And you get a little bit of a head rush, mm-hmm. 
And then I just take it out and I put it, I put it inside me, the whole, the whole stick, because it's the right size. Inside you, and where? I can, and I'll never lose it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then I had a tickle in my throat. I've got a frog in my throat for oh, a whole week now. You've been to Ohio lately? Uh, no. No, just, just wonder. Is that a Loveland, is that a Loveland yeah, frog crack? sounds like you went down on the Loveland frog. <laughs> I didn't. And I haven't been to Ohio. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying, Brian. I have a a throat that is a little phlegmy, phlegmatic, yeah. and I'm having a hard time speaking in my normal, beautiful voice. Yeah, that reminds me, I forgot to take my allergy. Beautiful, pill. beautiful. Thank you, Brian. That's not what I was trying to do. So don't <laughs> thank me for it. You're not welcome. So this week we have a true crime story, a bonus story for our Patreon listeners. And just as a note that I, I mentioned this last week, we're closing the Patreon after June 30th. So if you if you want to hear the bonus stories, get in there now. And you got enough, you can probably listen to two episodes a, or two bonus stories a day throughout June. Fucking crazy. Yeah, that's right. But we've got so we've got a new bonus story. We've got one more this month after this one. Mm-hmm. And this one is actually an update. On a past bonus story that we covered in episode Ooh. 70. Mm. Uh, almost exactly. What a real treat. Almost exactly one year ago. What if we, What if I just fill up the Patreon with my poetry? Nobody's... And I write a different poem every month. I think you'd have to pay them to read that. No. Uh, I and... forgot all about Yale. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> you brought that back up. But Mike, <laughs> Mike does have a new story for us to, this week and get to know your podcast. Oh. Oh. I do. Yes. I'm nervous about it too. Um, oh like wow! A, so probably something deeply personal. Yeah, like a like like right before a poetry reading. Yeah, it feels like I'm about to have a poetry radio. Mm. Radio. <laughs> That's what you call it. you call recitals and poetry uh-huh. radios because it's a verbal recital. Yeah, I've heard that. Wow, that's that's real, real inside baseball there. No, we don't. Most poets don't play <laughs> baseball. We're not mm-hmm. interested in it. Really, most 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 poets are not uh-huh. is is not interested in sports. Only is interested in words. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, could, I could tell you really got your money's worth at Yale. Uh-huh. I didn't pay. I was full scholarship. They they paid me. They paid me. Uh-huh. I got a pale grant. So this first story was submitted to us by friend of the podcast, Greg McLennan. Oh, and uh, this is, it comes to us from CNN. Hmm. And now they're calling it S CNN. S CNN. Yeah. It stands for serving cunt news network. (laughs) Because all they do is serve cunt. I, I hey, speaking think... of, that's a new. That did you know that? That's a that's a new thing. That's a new uh-huh. slang. Is you say you say someone's serving cunt. Have y'all, I don't have y'all think heard that's that? right. No, I'm, no. I'm not joking. I'm 100. <laughs> really? No. Hey, this hey, hey! Outlandish. I'm not joking. No cap. Oh wait, you must be serious. Okay. Yeah, I'm aware of. I'm aware of that slightly outdated slang. People are saying that that when somebody's you know, being a real jag off that they're serving cunt. Well, you know, I looked this up. It's on urban. It's on urban dictionary. Mashable has the, has it as a headline, as a way to reclaim the word from six days ago. It's apparently very, uh, let's see. Life hacker has it. Know your meme has it. I guess Mike was right for once. Uh, can I get a to go bag of cock? So this comes to us from CNN. We've covered stupid drivers. And I'm, I really like this one. I just want to point that out. We've covered stupid drivers on the podcast before. But this guy, while he isn't quite an INS hero, he might deserve some kind of INS award. In mid-May, a man in Springfield, Colorado, was pulled over by police around 11.30 p.m. for driving 52 in a 30-mile-per-hour zone. Or maybe... He wasn't driving. It seems that the man exited the passenger side of the vehicle and sitting in the driver's seat was the man's dog. According to a Facebook page made by the Springfield Police Department, quote, 
The driver attempted to switch places with his dog, who was in the passenger seat, as the officer approached and watched the entire process. The male party then exited the passenger side of the vehicle and claimed he was not driving. When the officer asked the man if he had been drinking, he immediately ran away, but he only made it 20 yards or 18 meters before being apprehended. The man was charged with driving under the influence of alcohol and or drugs, speeding and resisting arrest. Police released the dog to a friend of the driver and added, quote, the dog does not need to face any charges and was let go with just a warning. Was the dog dressed up like a taxi cab driver? Um, because if he was, his name would be Fair Bud. I'm just going to end the podcast early this week. That's pretty good, Mike. <laughs> but it's Fair is spelled F-A-R-E. Right, yeah. right. Obviously. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> When I make a listen, when I make a bunch of money off this movie <laughs> about the taxi driving dog named Fair Bud, guess right. he's not going to get any of it. You, I didn't even give you a chance to guess, but I'm just telling you. you. <laughs> Is it kind of a like a like a real world take <laughs> on? The failed athlete. There's, no, Air there's literally, and I've che- I've actually checked into this. There is nowhere. Uh-huh. There's nothing in the Constitution because I own the Constitution. Uh-huh. I mean, not the original, uh-huh. obviously, but I have one, and I have a, a I got a pocket Bible and a pocket Constitution. Uh-huh. I, I switched them from pocket from back pocket to other back pocket because I <laughs> I actually just I used to keep my Constitution in my left pocket and my pocket Bible in my right pocket, but whenever I was sitting down. Uh, it was it started to fuck up my spine because the Bible's actually fairly it's a fairly lengthy book. The Old and New Testament? Yeah, both. Both. Uh, um okay. and the Book of Mormon in there too. Oh yeah. Which Obviously. is a sequel. Good That's the sequel right. to the Bible. Right. So it's the, the whole Apocrypha. trilogy. It's the whole trilogy. And then I st- I don't carry the pocket Bible in my back pocket anymore uh-huh. and yeah i mean at first i was like i want to keep it close to me but it was starting to give me like some spinal problems because i was always sitting like you know one my right butt uh-huh. cheek was a lot higher but then uh i have a pastor that i see all the time uh pastor steve and i was telling uh-huh. him about what i do and then he well, i was telling him about it and then uh-huh. he asked i don't want to get i don't want to get gross but you know do you ever you know, uh-huh. you, ever you, ever what? Eat, you, you ever eat something and then you uh-huh. just whatever, you know, I don't even going to get into all of it, but I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, that's radically sacrilegious that you're <laughs> doing something like that, that close uh-huh. to a Bible. And I just said, I never really thought of it that way. I thought that mm-hmm. the, the Bible was, did, had like, I didn't think a Bible could get pink eye is what I'm saying. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. But apparently sure. it's not, it's just not cool. It's not a cool situation. Uh-huh. I get, I loaned my Bible uh-huh. to my granny and cause my granny was trying to, uh, That's granny Scott, well, it, was, it was a meeting. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a family reunion and it was passing around the Bible and my granny and my mop uh-huh. mop, which is the, what I call my other. <laughs> grandma. <laughs> The Grammy and a mama. I have, now I have my Granny Skyrizi uh-huh. and yeah. my Mop Bakhtarvi. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I let them both use my my pocket Bible that was in my back back my back rear uh-huh. end, which <laughs> is whatever. It gets things get. I'm older. Things get looser, and <laughs> they. It was during COVID. Uh, so their immune systems were already down. I see. But they got they got like a weird COVID pink eye combo. Uh-huh. That and they're both okay. They both can't see anymore. the The, the damage done to their retinas <laughs> was permanent. Uh-huh. You blinded them with your feces. Well, they said they said Bible. that, and the doctor right. said that if there's, he said that the retinas were detached. Mm. It, it, it was pink eye that was so bad it detached their retinas. The strong pink eye. Yeah, the doctor. The right. doctor said he hadn't seen anything like this since marvelous Marvin Hagler. Well, there's no rule that says that a dog can't <laughs> drive a car. 
That's what I was getting at. That's why oh, I brought I up the Constitution that led I into see. the Bible. Right. Those are two favorite books. Uh-huh. I read the Constitution cover to cover. Right. And there is nothing there's nothing in there about whether or not a dog can drive a car. Uh-huh. So what's the problem? Where did this happen? In 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 Russia, Utah? In Springfield, Colorado. In Nazi Germany, Ohio. Which I, I looked up, and actually, it is 60 miles away from Shelbyville, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Just north What's of Canton. Shelbyville. Simpsons reference. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Shake harder, boy. <laughs> Shake your fist at him. Shake harder, boy. Oh, that's so. Ooh, I, they I, love lemonade in Shelbyville. They love its cool, clear, crisp <laughs> taste. <laughs> Uh, so what what animal do you think what kind of pet do you think would be more convincing is behind the driver's seat? Hmm. A monkey? Yeah. What kind of monkey? Probably like a rhesus. Hey. Or a howler monkey. Oh, that'd be a good one. You know how fast yeah. you're going, ah! Well, I mean, <laughs> I believe that Clyde the orangutan actually drove a lot. He drove a truck a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Right. Every which way but loose. And every which way you can? Is that the any which way, way you can. Any which way you can. Yeah. Any which way you can. I don't know if it was the same orangutan or they replaced it. What was the name of the biker gang in that movie? I I get those movies confused. I know well, one they are, they are pretty the confusing. Fight. They are they are pretty hard <laughs> to follow. Oh, they're hard to follow. <laughs> well, one one's a sequel of the other one. Thanks, bro. It's a shared universe. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are in the in the shared. Actually, every Clint Eastwood movie. Actually, every. Clint Eastwood movie is in the same shared right. universe. Right. So there's a potential movie where Clyde the orangutan teams up with Sully Sullenberger in order to <laughs> land another, have another miracle. I thought Sully Sullenberger was Tom Hanks. Yeah, but Clint Eastwood directed the movie. Oh, did he? Okay. And while this one, while the plane's upside down, cause they do a backflip on the plane uh-huh. and, um, that there's somebody looks down, they like looks up and sees this upside down jumbo jet, mm-hmm. and they see they see Clyde the monkey giving him a finger, <laughs> and he like like you know opens up his lips and goes. <laughs> well, I got a quick update for the listener. Yes. yes, the biker gang in every which way but loose was the Black Widows, mm-hmm. and they are festooned with Nazi uniform insignia. So, oh no, they're bad guys. Um, yeah, a they're bad they're bad guys gang. in a way that we don't that we don't show bad guys anymore. It's <laughs> oh, it's not during I, I, the reign of Hitler we don't show swastikas. I, on I feel like there's a anymore. huge part of our media now that when you show show bad guys wearing swastikas, they're like, oh, is th- is that bad? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's these bikers look rough. Yeah, and they don't they don't look that. Probably stink too because they gotta they gotta drive a long ways uh, in, the, yeah. in the sun. So our next story is a bonus story. If you want to listen to it, go to our Patreon and subscribe at at least the three dollar level. That's the Knights of Kevin level for access to this and all of our other bonus stories through the end of the month. Uh, and we have one more coming out in two weeks. It's an update on uh, something we covered on a past bonus story in episode 70, and it comes to us from the hallowed shores of Austin, Texas. (laughs) 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 No, I think it's time. Unchanging land of Austin, Texas. Wonderful. (laughs) Yes. No, I think it's time for Get to Know Your Podcast. What do you got for us, Mike? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. We last last time we left the podcast, we were talking about onions and dragons, funions and oh. dragons. Even mm. we're gonna keep talking about that because we're gonna get into the game Dungeons and Dragons and what hath it wrought. Is this gonna be about demon worship. This Ooh. is going to be about. The truth is that it is an evil game that will send your soul straight to hell. I believe we may have some mazes and or other creatures. We could you, we we were going to get into that. First of all though, Patricia Pulling was an anti-occult 
campaigner from Richmond, Virginia, mm. and she founded a group uh. to stop Dungeons and Dragons playing because her son Irving, which was also the name of a cat that I had, the name of, a, mm-hmm. of an iguana that I had, mm-hmm. and the name, the name of the city of, in Texas, and the name of a lot of old men. <laughs> he died by shooting himself in the chest on oh. June 9th, 1982. He mm. was active in role-playing games, and she believed his suicide was directly related to the Dungeons & Dragons game. The grieving mother first filed a wrongful death lawsuit against her son's high school principal, Robert A. Bracey III. <laughs> he sounds he like a bad man. He can't be a man. good guy with a name like that. Well, it is tough if you do have to do any dental repairs, and your last name is Bracey. She held him responsible for what she claimed was a D&D curse placed upon her son's character shortly before his death. She also filed a lawsuit against TSR, uh, which is D&D's publishers. And she also fired verbal shots against one Gary Gygax. Oh, that Gary oh, Gygax. No. Not the great Creator Gary Dungeons Gygax. Dragons. They, they had her on an episode of 60 Minutes that gives... This whole thing, way too much credence than it actually did. Um, so she started a group, and it was called Bad. You know, they have, like, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. That's mad. And Bad. Uh, this is called Bad. B-A-D-D. Guess what it stands for? Mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I, I don't know. I have no idea. It's, I'm having a hard time well, it's with not the anything against Dungeons and Dragons. Bad stands... <laughs> Bad stands for bothered about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> her son committed suicide and she blames Dungeons and Dragons and it bothers her. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I'm bothered about it. Yeah, the, that's when you think too much about Can the bumper imagine? sticker. Let's let's that's yeah, the... let's let's break down the old the workshopping they had to do on that. Okay. There's always there's already some real steam with mad. Right. We got some real steam. People know what it is. And then and the and Dungeons and Dragons are bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so it's like a double meaning. Yeah, so they, they I think I think it was one of those things they go like Drunk Drivers is two Ds. We know mad and we can do two Ds. That's Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. But they they were trying to work backwards and I don't think it worked. Yeah. You know? Uh all her lawsuits were dismissed. <laughs> Uh, she started publishing these these and she was on 60 minutes she did the whole gauntlet of all the the news shows uh she started publishing these these i, I really they were just they were zines they uh-huh. like weren't they weren't good like they were, it wasn't even like a she did put out a she did put out a a, a like a direct to dvd movie talking uh-huh. about stuff not a movie but like a documentary but she put out these she totally got onto the right wing grift and and the thing is like I do sort of understand why a parent might do this right. but there is something so gross in the mom and it's it's almost always a mom too who loses a child uh-huh. and then is kind of grotesquely slightly energized by this uh-huh. that now she's got her thing right. now and she gets uh-huh. to go around and and do shows talking about right about this this thing that happened to it and it's and i but i completely understand the parent needing this to mean something needing something positive to come out this needing to focus this energy of this grief into this place but right i think i feel like i remember even parents from our high school from kids that were lost too early mm-hmm. that just seemed to enjoy the newfound right local celebrity fame a little bit too much. Right. 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 You guys remember that at all? Yeah. I don't remember any specifics, but that sounds familiar and it's not something that I've seen like you a few times. And it's, it seems like it's always, it seems like it's more the case when they're assigning blame for their death on something else. Right. Cause then there's a little bit too of it's, it's you're right. There's this new meaning it's energizing, but also it's mm-hmm. this constant, it's not me. It's this. Because like, yeah. if it wasn't this, then it would be them. But may, that may not be true either. But clearly, there is something in their mind telling them that they have to 
they have to really point the finger hard at some other cause of yes their very depressed child's taking their own life right right yeah well she she believed that dungeons and dragons encouraged devil worship <laughs> suicide which the suicide one is the craziest like you never trying to commit suicide and uh, not, not any of the campaigns that I ever played. Right. I was what if you fuck in all my D and D campaigns? Right. What if you spent all summer building up your character and then you had a falling out with the DM and they they found a shitty way to kill off your character? Ooh, good and you question. went home and you were just like, oh man, that's all summer I've been living vicariously through this ranger, and <laughs> I've just been ousted from my. My what I thought was a a plus two short sword or dagger mm-hmm. was you know was I was mean, that's this all a short sword is though is a glorified <laughs> dagger. That's, that's what I hear. I mean that's that's all it is, right? You know, and it was it was really cursed, right? And like the DM's like, oh, it's been cursed the whole time, and you know, you you're you can't kill a kobold anymore, and they all killed you, right? Oh God, get killed by a kobold would be. Yeah, after a full summer of playing, right. a bit like this, building up this character. I mean, well, I, I mean, you be, are you making know. you are making a suicide pat- palatable now when you, okay. when you put it that way. Okay, like a whole. Okay. Summer, you're saying like three months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, three months. A whole summer. Yeah, like, it's like a game you're playing once a week. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Okay. Uh, she described D anD D as a fantasy role playing game that uses demonology, witchcraft, voodoo, uh-huh. Uh-huh. murder, uh-huh. rape, yeah. blasphemy, which okay. is easily the worst of those things. I'm glad that they <laughs> led up to that one. It's uh-huh. like you got a game that's about murder and rape. Oh, oh, that's not even the worst of it. Sometimes someone will go, "Oh God!" Can <laughs> you imagine? Yeah, not only not only with the blasphemy, suicide, assassination, insanity, sex perversion, homosexuality, which I don't think that came up in either. Well, I don't I don't recall that coming up. In, it's definitely okay. not in the in the guy. It's not in the fiend folio. <laughs> I don't think homosexuality is in the fiend folio <laughs> or prostitution. Satanic type rituals, <laughs> gambling. I guess gambling is in there occasionally. Barbarism. Yeah, well, I mean, well, you, you got to roll game dice the whole game, yeah. right? Yeah. Co- barbarism. Oh, and I don't know if they mean the act mm. of somebody being, you know, barbaric or an right. actual barbarian. Ooh. Which, which, which you'll be. Well, you, you would actually be surprised to know had quite civilized codes of <laughs> conduct within their own clans. Cannibalism, sadism, uh, uh-huh. desecration, Ooh. demon summoning, necromantics. Mm. My favorite rockabilly band. <laughs> which I don't remember them being in there either. You know, You're right, like right. fighting a dragon mm. and a guy with a triangle on his head comes out and goes, "Oh, thunka, 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 thunka." I'm gonna kill this. Divination, mm-hmm. which oh. nobody nobody did divination, and that's that's like nobody wants to be a cleric. Come on, right, right, or a wood oh. nymph. Okay, I guess if you let a girl play, normally you get a paladin. That was good enough, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta have a paladin. What is wait? What is divination? Divination is like summoning. I think. Okay, well, maybe. Or is it? Or is it? Is divination summoning, or is divination like seeing the future? I think it's summoning, like divining. If you divine something, oh, you are, yeah. or like you're I a know seer. That, yeah, I know that. I know that Dish Nation has all mm. the best sports packages. Mm. They've got ESPN one. They've got ESPN two. ESPN all three. Uh-huh. Nah, well, then they're done. That's all. ESPN three, right? four. Okay. Whoa. And then What's they've the got one? a channel that just just plays thirty for thirties. That's good. Those are really good. And yeah. we're also offering them at the low low rate of forty nine ninety five a Ooh. month. And with that package, you also get stars and the Encore channel. I hear Encore's got some real hits, Mike. Oh, yeah. oh they do. They do. 
Maybe you're uh, familiar with the Ryan Ryan Reynolds movie Deadpool. Mm, no. Well, the, guess what? Deadpool's back in Deadpool Two. <laughs> this time, Deadpool has to go on an adventure in order to save not only his friends but the entire concept of time. And if you think that Deadpool's going to get, you think Deadpool's going to take this adventure without a smart alecky attitude? Mm. You're fucking stupid, you stupid piece of shit, because Deadpool doesn't play by the rules. <laughs> and Deadpool doesn't take it. No if you think Deadpool's going to take the Armageddon seriously, you got your wrong Deadpool <laughs> that you're thinking about. I yeah. need to rush to my, my TV set and dial into the right channel. And what? And it doesn't even Watch. stop there. You get Nat oh. Geo. Oh, you get the HD TV. Are you, I, 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 Brian, I believe that you were talking about doing some renovations to your own home, right? Sure, I'm always looking place for TV, a project. HD TV is the place for you. <laughs> we, you've got, you've got, um, you've got Fred uh-huh. and Jeff, okay. the Chunk Chunk brothers, and the I... Chunk Chunk brothers. The only thing they like more than knocking down a house or knocking down a wall is building it back up. <laughs> that sounds like a show I could watch. And then you've got Serving Sarah. Serving Sarah comes into a house and she looks around and mm. she, she gives it a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Ooh. So either she's serving laughs and smile or she's serving cunt. <laughs> Depending on your wallpaper, you might be getting a, a, helping, a helping hunk, a big old spoonful uh-huh. into a hot bowl of shit, <laughs> of dirty, of dirty of dirty pussy shit if you know what I'm saying because she's serving up cunt with a slice of cock on the side damn oh what else do we got oh. what's on the what oh, we got the cartoon network digging. this is great oh <laughs> we got the cartoon network and guess yeah. what's coming on there uh-huh. mm-hmm. a cowardly dragon by the name of glump glump <laughs> he's got he's scared He's uh-huh. always scared. You wouldn't think a dragon would be scared, but this scared dragon has diarrhea. <laughs> oh, what's the weather going to be like? Oh, I don't know. There's turned a couple channels on the way over to the weather channel where we've got weatherman Steve mm-hmm. and his sidekick, Crazy Rhonda. And they're going to tell you about all the crazy weather patterns. Uh-huh. And they're also going to serve up a little bit of knowledge with a little dose of laughter. Ooh. Anyway, Bad achieved some success in airing its (laughs) views in the press, both through conservative Christian media properties as well as mainstream outlets. The organization distributed its materials in Australia through a conservative advocacy group Mm -hmm. affiliated with Reverend Fred Nile, uh, the Australian Australian Federation for Decency. Uh, Yeah, Reverend Fred Nile for saying that the Nile is not just a river in Egypt. And he would uh, point at, at Adam's dick while he was pissing, and he goes, this is an even stronger stream. Praise God. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a, a little weird, um, but that was his deal. Uh-huh. So uh, pulling, what's her, what's her first name? She was... I, Pulling, Percy Pulling, Patricia Pulling. Okay. She, she, yeah, she ends up getting a private investigator's license, not unlike the one that oh. I have. Yeah. And she becomes a consultant to law enforcement, mm. and she was an expert witness in several gaming-related lawsuits, which all lost in civil court. And she became the Good. director of the National Coalition on TV Violence in 1984. I wonder if she ever was able to speak with the one Mrs. Hildebrand, who my fifth grade teacher uh-huh. who did not like Miami Vice. <laughs> she co-authored a book Cup called Probably. I mean, I, and I, I would be willing to bet that we would have not been allowed to bring Dungeons and Dragons books into uh-huh. certain, certainly not the Fiend Folio. <laughs> 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 or the uh the game module Ragnarok and Roll. 
She co-authored the book, The Devil's Web, Who is Stalking Your Children for Satan? Published in 89, the book makes no distinction between H.P. Lovecraft's fictional Necronomicon and the Simon Necronomicon, a realization of the book. So I think like like a lot of people, they think the Necronomicon is this actual old Uh book. As opposed to a book H.P. Lovecraft made up. Yeah, like within the H.P. Lovecraft uh, universe. Right. The HPU. The HPLU. Hmm. I think it was just called Arkham Country, but go ahead. One portion of the book urges police officers to open interrogations of suspected teenage occultists with the question, have you read the Nomicron? Have you, sorry. Have you read the Necronomicon or are you familiar with it? Hmm. Have you ever had a cop ask you They have to tell the that? truth. Yeah, yeah, well, you, that's the thing. Like, if you've if you've read it or seen it, you you can't lie about it. Right. Well, there's so, a yeah. there's a section in the book that says, "Heareth by thou hast read this, thou must speaketh uh-huh. thy truth within all quar sectors." A quar sector being a a plane of divin initiation. Mm. Sure. Yeah. That's. Have you ever had a cop ask you if you've read the Necronomicon? Disappointedly, no, I have not. But yeah, I feel like that should have been the opening question. <laughs> I remember one time, one time I was uh, at a protest and I started getting beat by a cop, and the whole time mm-hmm. he was screaming, "Have you read the Da Vinci Code?" <laughs> <laughs> Just gra- grabbing my face and 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 smashing against a brick wall and saying. Talk to me everything you know about Dan Brown. Does does this lady say anything about beholders specifically? I think, I mean, that's probably the basis of her fear about this game. Mm-hmm. Like, where do those, they, they float around? And like, do they, I mean, let me ask you guys this. Uh-huh. Do beholders have anuses? Hmm. Yes. Yeah, they have. Yes, they have to because they don't have. I bet, a, it's, under, have, I bet it's under the eyelid. Right. Those aren't mm. tears, Mike. <laughs> As the popularity of Dungeons and Dragons and other role-playing games increased, pulling views and uh-huh. statements were increasingly called into question. Yeah. For example, she once told a newspaper reporter that eight percent of the people living in Richmond, Virginia, are Satanists. <laughs> and they said, "Where? How did you arrive at that figure?" And she said, "Well." I estimate that 4% of adults and 4% of teenagers are involved in Satanism. And then if you add those together, you get 8%. You get less than 4%. That's, that's how that works. <laughs> you add percentages. Everybody knows that. It's all the same thing. No, no, no. Hold on. No, she's saying, though, that, I mean, I, I, this is actually the one thing I'm with her with, uh-huh. is that with or you with. got four. Okay, so 4% okay. of the of the kids of the of right. the teenagers, right? Right. right. And then four percent of the adults. Right. Like, okay, well whatever. That's not them. But then you add add those two groups together. <laughs> and those two groups together, because four plus four is eight. Uh-huh. I don't know if you if you uh-huh. you might have a need a calculator or something. Uh-huh. So you add those uh-huh. groups together. So then that's like eight percent, which is almost ten percent of the population <laughs> of of Richmond, Virginia are practicing active but Satan worship. That right? is one theory even... of the way math works. That's one right. well theory is not really the word. Well, that's how that's how math works. Uh-huh. What's well, okay, it take hold into on. account lap uh-huh. Satanists. So yeah. What what's five plus three? Eight. Okay. Uh-huh. Now subtract is, are one we doing from a the number five. test? Now seven. subtract one from the five. Just one from the number oh, one, five. One, okay, that's four. Okay, that's four, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Now take now take three. Uh-huh. Now add one to it. Okay, that's also four. Okay, so how many fours do we have now? We we would have two fours. Okay, so now add those together. Well, but that's numbers. No, that's no, not add those, add the, uh, hold on. I'm not, okay. I'm not finished yet. Oh, okay. Add right. those together. Uh-huh. It would be eight. Okay, that would be eight. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, now can now imagine Satan being involved. <laughs> Okay. That freaks you the fuck out, right? 
I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't believe in Satan, so it doesn't freak me out. You don't believe in Satan. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, you haven't well, played enough D&D. Yeah, I, I, do, I, I well, do enjoy Devil's Food Cake, though. That's weird. That, that's, that, that's weird because I feel like I've played uh-huh. D&D with you. Oh, okay. So you're definitely into Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. I think that's the way it works. That's well. Have you ever seen the movie Legend? Uh, with with Tom Cruise, yeah, uh, Mia Sarah, and uh, Tim Curry. Correct. Have you seen it? I, I have. Well, that's there a, you go. So Tim Curry is the movie? devil. No, but I was saying he's in it <laughs> as <laughs> the devil. Oh, okay. It's real. It is confusing to me that you don't believe in science. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, she had, thought, I thought you said science was the devil, like evolution and the Earth being older Ex- than two thousand years. Yes, exactly. And, exactly. He's been saying this exactly. whole time. Uh, Rob exactly. Schneider's career. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo is, is pretty funny, though. You have to admit that it's it's a standout performance. <laughs> no, but that's not the devil. Doesn't have anything to do with Rob Schneider's career. That is all Adam Sandler. Who is not the devil? Are you sure he's not? He the did. Devil. Play, he was in Little Nicky. Well, actually, that does make a little bit of sense there. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. you know the re- the reporter informed her that mathematically that was four percent, not eight uh-huh. percent. She claimed it doesn't matter because even eight percent is a conservative figure. Right. I mean, she, her bad math is built into her statistics, so she. <laughs> That's just it, smart. Yeah, the, it's the, it's called it's called a margin of error. It's called shrinkage. Uh huh. Back back to you, Bigfoot. You, you know that some of this stuff's gonna like not you know get stolen basically. Oh, I see. Right. In 1989, game player and designer Michael A. Stackpole wrote "Game Hysteria and the Truth," which went into all the flaws, misconceptions, inaccuracies, and omission of relevant details and questionable practices, including calling her editing of a newspaper account illegal since newspapers are copyrighted material and the owners were not contacted about the use of these articles. Regarding Pulling's claims about RPGs in general and D&D in particular, concluding, if the suicide statistics for 14 years since D&D's introduction show anything at all, it's the gamers kill themselves at the rate that is a fraction of that of their peers. A year later, the main points of game hysteria and the truth regarding pulling, pulling were reiterated by Stackpole in the Pulling Report, which actually, you know, it's weird. I uh, I used to write uh, for an erotic fiction digest called the Pulling Report for many years. Wow, uh-huh. we'll, we'll have to put some samples of your work on uh, uh-huh. on the uh, uh, subreddit. What do you Lots want me of- to just like read one for you right now? Oh yeah, yeah. We would, yeah, we would like. Okay, that. let's hear it. Yeah. I walked into my normal game of D and D, thinking that it was going to be an average Sunday. Me and my friends, Steve, John, Manny, Mo, and Jack, going through our boys? regular adventure, going through our regular adventure in the realms of Middle Earth, mm. stabbing, cutting, and killing all. The kobolds, mind flayers, cattle bleepuses, <laughs> beholders, ochre jellies, <laughs> dragons, and draconians that we were used to. <laughs> but for some reason, when I entered the gaming room, I realized that there was just one big titty Joan Collins bitch sitting in the room. <laughs> She was wearing a black wig. <laughs> she was wearing a, a thin cut black witchy dress. And you could see her, her big old nips poking out. I looked at her and said, damn girl, you look fucking fine. And she said, really? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And then she said, can I see that big old dong of yours? And I said, yeah. And then I unzipped my pants and out it flopped. (laughs) That's very, very literate. 
I threw my big oh, uncut no. hog right on, <laughs> right on the map of Middle Earth, right between the Misty Mountains and the home of Tom Bombadil. She said, whoa, it looks like one of the sandworms from Dune is ready to be ridden right now. <laughs> she said, call me the Quizatch Hatterach because I'm going to ride Moadib. Oh, no. She greased up. She greased up her Sarlacc pit with spit and code red Mountain Dew. <laughs> she said, I'll tame, I'll tame that giant beast. Suddenly, we started fucking. And we fucked for a while until suddenly we got tired of that and started butt fucking. Halfway through the butt fucking, she said, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot to show you my big sloppy titties. And then, you know what? I'm gonna, that's, that's actually, I'm going to cut it off there because that's what the Patreon is going to uh, be for. Oh, I see. I see. After a while, yeah. if you want to know how that finishes off. And we sure to start that in July 1st. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually, like, the story, it keeps going. It, it goes for a while. And it actually happened. It actually kind of turns into a murder mystery about what happened to all the um, other players of the D and D game. Right. A lot of them. So what a smart way to put that hook at the beginning of your story. That's the thing is you want to open up a story with like a you know right. with a with a bang. You know you want to lead with mm -hmm. the thing and then you kind of oh, come back in. There's no sexier woman than, than Joan Collins. <laughs> yeah, well, she's. He, I mean, you've seen her. You guys remember oh, Dallas. Yeah, Dynasty. Dynasty. And just her. I mean, even just like lots her, of made-for-TV movies. Well, her Carson appearances. A year later, the main points of game hysteria and the truth regarding pulling were reiterated. The Stackpole, the pulling report again. Like again, that's a section from my in my my literary digest the pulling report, which was a different thing. They just like kind of random parallel thinking on the names, mm -hmm. uh, a review highly critical of bad, which of course, if you'll recall means bothered against Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> <laughs> methods of data collection, analysis and reporting. Stackpole found that pulling had given a misleading account regarding her qualifications. Uh -huh. And after he published his report in 1990, pulling quit bad. I like it for I like it when when bad starts pulling. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, one of those things where sure. it was just parents that were trying to find a thing to kind of figure out, you know, deal with probably the the grief of their son's death and I'm going to guess the the grief of not paying attention to their son in the right. time leading up to this, you know. That's the hallmark of that era is right. absentee parenting and then Desperately finding a cause for your child's behavior other than your neglect. So complete, yeah, yeah your complete non-engagement with you know something that you thought was more of an accessory than a child. I do wonder. I wonder what the statistics are for is teen where teens. I, I, I guess parenting styles are different, but there's also more people now, so right. it's hard yeah. to hard to say. And I'm sure that. Who's the new blame for the internet, TikTok, right? Social Just media, yeah. Social media, video games, social media. Social media might be the one that I feel like actually does contribute some. Right. It can't be the reason, though, you know. But like, right. I feel like if social media has got a yeah. harm. Well, because I think you can never get away from. You know, you're bullied at school and you go home and you're bullied by your parents, but eventually they're not, they're, they're, you know, they're boomer parents. They're really not that interested. They, you're not that cool to hang out with. So they're going to go do their own stuff and leave you alone for six or 12 hours. And so, you know, now you can't get away from that. The, social media is kind of a misery machine, right? It's, is, it's not just, you can't just get away from, you could, you could be completely anonymous, but the, the stories that are sent to kids are not, they're not uplifting, healthy stories. They're stories to get them to buy things. And we know the best way to get people to buy things is by convincing them that things about them aren't right. And so you need to buy things to make those things right. 
So, and I think that's tough for kids to see when that's, that is the, the best way to sell a product ever. So I, swear I, I don't need to like figure it. out how to bah, sell bah, my bah. own stuff with that tactic. That's right. <laughs> that's what you sell the international news service with. You're not going to be perfect till you buy a Dracula's album. Or we if just market wanna... this to the bad boys. Oh, we do. Right. Well, I think that's I think that's it for this week as far as D and D and the Satanic Panic because we I think we I was planning on a little bit more, but I feel like we covered. I mean, now that we actually dipped in on my literary stuff, I feel like that's <laughs> right. pretty. Oh well, yeah. I I do got to say, and this is, I remember being very surprised, Mike, that you had D and D manuals at your house. I remember thinking that that was not in character with what <laughs> the the things I knew about your family. Oh, that's true. That kind of goes back to the absent parenting. Yes, the not that they were absent, but they didn't really take unless there was this really I remember being told not to play with one, but maybe it said Dungeons and Dragons real small in it, but it was like the fiend folio. So you look right. at it and you're like, well, I don't know. What is this? The fiend folio. It doesn't say this is Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, okay. it would, probably mm -hmm. said that on there, but it wasn't as obvious. And yeah, it was weird. The realm I, of I will Satan. say books got mostly got a pass. Okay. Because it was, Oh, a you book. think just cause it was a book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There was a little Makes bit, sense. a lot more of like, let's not worry she about had comics. Yeah. My mom did say that she didn't like, she would, drop me off at the or pick me up from the comic book store but she only went in there once or twice and she, she said it felt she was very uncomfortable in there was was that uh, the comic strip yeah well i i probably yeah. was very uncomfortable in there but i don't know you know and they did have some like porn books behind the counter but i never got to look at them right i never got to read horny biker slut <laughs> cherry mm -hmm. pop tart Cherry pop tart. I wanted to. Yeah. yeah. So that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at International News Pod at gmail.com. Uh, okay. Yeah. Get on the Reddit. Uh, you should never, ever drink and drive. But if you do get pulled over, feel free to tell the police that INS was driving. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble, our Patreon if you want to hear our stories. Sign up before the end of the month and binge what is there. And uh, don't forget to check out our subreddit at r slash INS pod. We'll see you next week. I said the Reddit thing already, so you didn't need to repeat that. I'll go, I'll go back and edit that. It's just oh, okay. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate your help there. Interrupting. Joan Collins. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.